You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Keeve, I'm not sure why I'm even hosting, co-hosting an NFL podcast anymore. <laughs> I haven't watched a football game in, like, forever. Well, I mean, you have you have a good reason. We had the holidays, so it was harder for us to watch. But I think you have a pretty good reason not to watch this weekend, right? Well, yeah, more holidays. Yeah, so I had, I had a funeral on Sunday afternoon, and then I got home from the funeral, and then uh, I had a holiday for Sunday night, Monday, Monday night, Tuesday. And then Tuesday night, as soon as the holiday was over, I got in a car and drove nine hours from Detroit back to New Jersey. And so I had no time even to like watch the highlights of all the games like I've done the previous weeks. And yet, as I've theorized the last couple of weeks, you don't actually need to watch football to know what the hell you're talking about because yeah, you're you're in first place in a hundred person pool picking games. So in two in two different hundred person you're pools running, or the pool of pools is like forty five. No, one, and I'm, yeah, forty five. Yeah, but yeah, you're you're killing you're killing everybody. I've seen the games. Although this week I'm doing the worst thing you could possibly do as a football fan. You're going, going to a football game, game yeah. <laughs> Meaning I will miss and and I, I mean, it's going to take me a long time to get our, my grandfather home, so I will miss the ones and the fours. Um. Uh. So you're gonna have to you're gonna have to pick up the slack next week and and watch the other. Well, this uh, week because I'm gonna watch football, games. so it's probably gonna come crashing down. But um. Oh yeah, you're gonna go like zero and sixteen picking games. Yeah, but my my picks I did pretty uh, like uh, just straight up winners and losers. I beat you by four last week. Um, I went. I went for a lot of like road upsets just to try and mix. Yeah, it up you had Cleveland winning in Oakland. You had Detroit winning in Dallas. You had Denver winning at home and, and Arizona winning at home against better teams. If you notice all of those things, Denver winning at home, Kansas City. Uh, if yeah. you notice all those, those things, things basically yeah. were happening, <laughs> and then and then died in the fourth quarter. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah, I don't know because I just saw the final scores. Um, yeah, but even like you know, I, I I destroyed Bill and Sal in guessing the spreads this week, which I did. At like four in the morning, uh, or six in the morning, or something early this morning after. Should, should we copy Bill and do an NBA meme bracket instead of talking about football? <laughs> well, fortunately, next week we're actually not doing a football podcast. Right, we're doing a serial podcast. So, well, does that get us out of? I think we still have to do a uh, football. No, podcast. So it's a it's a two episode week next week then. I mean, maybe. I mean, we'll see. We'll. See. I mean, also it's going to take a little while to edit the serial podcast. Yeah, you have to edit out like the eating and stuff. <laughs> I have. I came home. I've all thirty two. A lot of people, by the way, sent messages like. Tell Chester he can't pull the candy bar thing again. Like he's got to edit out all the, the chewing from from this one. I think it's we not should, just chewing. They're the slurping. Also, it's going to be disgusting. Yeah, it's going to be much grosser. <laughs> I think like we we should eat the whole first round of stuff. Like we leave the mic on, but assume we're going to edit everything out, 
uh, and then come back and sort of like give our take. Uh, we do have recording. to discuss like the practical recording ramifications of of that podcast, but we don't need to do it on this podcast. Yes, <laughs> we don't have to do it now. But I do have thirty two boxes of cereal in this house, although one of them is ineligible. I, t- I asked my mom, like every thirty five year old should do. Hey, mom, can you stop at the supermarket and pick up cocoa puffs? Um, <laughs> because uh, we ha- we have to knock out. Uh, Frosted mini wheats. My brother-in-law, who's really into cereal and, and wants to come uh, observe, he also wants to bring his nanny because she's like she doesn't speak English, but she's really into cereal. <laughs> he thinks she'd be very into it. Uh, I think that it would be a good a good idea. I, we'd have to like I'm not sure she knows what a podcast is like Mark Plow and Menachem yeah. Zomber, but um, I think it would be it would add. It would By add, the way, I, I had I, one of the entrants to our tournament for the first time ever this morning, and it was disgusting. I had it by mistake. I almost vomited. What do you I, eat? Oh well, don't say it now. Why don't you? I save gotta this save for, all these takes for Saturday, for Saturday night. night. Okay, fine. Yeah, save your. Listen. Yes, you <laughs> should save your cereal takes for the one cereal podcast. I think that's reasonable. But um, my brother-in-law was upset. He looked through the uh, the cool bracket. If you haven't seen the bracket, check my Twitter or the Thirty Two Fans Facebook feed. My my twelve year old daughter made an awesome bracket of the uh, of of the cereal tournament when we ran, after we randomized the selections. Is my, there my any skill said, you have uh, better than your children? I mean, my daughter can cook better than me. No, I'm saying, is there anything um, you can do better than her? Probably, like, I could, like, lift more stuff. <laughs> it's probably, probably pretty stronger. close. Um, I th- no, I'm strong. Wait. My, my wife, I'm strong. My wife I'm not never like anybody says, says, everybody says I'm strong. No. My wife, I'll who never says anything nice or even, like, uh, medium about me, says I'm strong. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, the... Uh, <laughs> Oh, so my brother-in-law said, where are Cocoa Krispies? And I like had to go back through all our emails, and I don't know what happened. But do you think that's a big omission? Do we have to worry about why Cocoa Krispies are not in the bracket or no? Uh, so Cocoa Krispies are a chocolate version of Rice Krispies? Yeah, Cocoa Krispies are okay, two but we ha- But we Cocoa have Pebbles. Cocoa Pebbles. We have Cocoa uh, Balls. And we have balls. Rice Krispies. And, and, I, and, and I've Cocoa said in the past, like, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a psychopath like you. I obviously love chocolate, but chocolate cereals are all disgusting. So we, Well, I, you know, I've never eaten chocolate cereal. This One of my issues... With Saturday night is for the first time ever. I'm gonna have to eat cocoa pebbles, uh, cocoa. Uh, do puffs, we have to taste all 32? Because I have no interest in eating a, a bite of cocoa pebbles. I know what it tastes like. I think it tastes disgusting. I think you need. To, I think you need to take at least one bite of all. I 32. have to be objective like, and open minded. Okay, fine. Yes, if if you just ate a cereal three days ago, you don't have to eat it again. Okay. I think it, like the cereal you just ate this week. I think. You should eat it, but if you were going to skip a couple, I think it's reasonable to skip one you already yeah, I mean, ate this week. Even, if, even if hypothetically we were only having one bite of each bowl, 32 bites of cereals, you know. So Okay, so Travis Almondinger, yeah. I don't know if you this know is this. A, this is incredible. Almondinger, listener, uh, he, I, he really wanted to be involved, but I think he's going away. If you want to rob his house, probably a good weekend. Um, he uh, is going away, uh, and he... Um, Decided to have a, like a fun activity with his kids. He bought all thirty-two cereals. I sent him the bracket, and they played out their version of the tournament. And he did send me some notes. He said that they each had a bite of all thirty-two cereals once. And our plan was to keep eating as we go on to the round of sixteen and the quarterfinals and the semifinals and the finals. And he said they were beyond full after just the thirty-two bites of cereal. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's now, what happens when you have thirty-two bowls of cereal. So. <laughs> But it's not thirty-two bowls. We're not. Nobody's making you have a full bowl of cereal. Like, yeah, look, you I'm could, not. You I'm not. I'm not a waster. I will not throw out a single. Like, if it's in my bowl, I will finish it. So yeah, but I'm gonna pour. I'm gonna like. I, I see out. people like on wine tasting tours who are like spitting it into the bucket. Like those people are maniacs. You, you that's consume. what you're supposed to do on a no, wine tasting. That's tour, those people are maniacs. I, I drink to completion. 
If you okay. put it in my bowl, right, I will finish it. <laughs> All right, let's get to uh, let's get to football. Okay. Um, let's do Chester Power Rings because they're so relevant since he hasn't seen a football my game Power Rings are worthless because as, as I said last week, like there's only two good teams. Like uh, the Vikings are, you know, are still near the top just because by default, like you know. I mean, do you want to do it by kickers? Like, how do you want to rank it? Like, do you want to do you have a punter rankings updated? I'll do it by any any method that you prefer. Uh, we could do my latest what? update to the quarterback rankings if you want. Although I think did we discuss that already? I mean, I don't want to waste that yeah. now. Let's just go. Do you have the games ranked for this week? In terms of watchability, no, I don't do that till uh, November. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's just go in order, normal order of games. Let's let's uh, let's preview the games. I'm waiting for you to start. <laughs> Wait, you're the freaking host of this podcast. Why are you waiting for me to start? All right, I uh, think so. I, I, I just I, I have no football takes right now. I'm I'm too way too out that, of it. Why you asked me to do a football podcast? You message me and you're like, hey, let's. Let's uh, let's let's talk football. All right, we have an obligation here. I don't, you know, we can make All it right. a quickie. The Bears and the Bucks. The Bears and the Bucks are are on by. I don't, Very I don't odd, like by the way. Two like teams two. that play each other, not abroad, but you know, in the domestic uh, contiguous forty-eight states, are then the only two teams on by the next week. I'm not sure why they did that. Yeah, um, Fitzpat- Fitzpatrick's just- tenure would lasted two quarters less than everybody thought it would. No, two quarters more than everybody thought it would. No, I, I everyone thought he was going to play three games. No one on earth thought he was going to play week four in August. No, but I, I but but Nobody but after earth. the first three weeks, every, every sort of sure. the conventional wisdom was he'll play against the Bears and then they'll replace him after the bye. All right, but he split the baby in the end because he ended up playing very badly. Two quarters yeah. more than he was who we thought yeah. he was. So, um, yeah. and so were the Bucks. They're two and two, headed to five and eleven. Scotty, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, the yeah the the Patriots and the Colts is the Thursday night game. It's in New England. Yeah, don't love it. No, this is this is this uh, is your Survivor way, special. He, you know how they say they play every year. I believe they didn't play the last two years. Well, because the Colts weren't winning their division, so yeah, they weren't playing. Right, right. Well, you, yeah. right, and they well, you only automatically play every third year, so they did. Yeah, you know, play one interesting thing. There's really no. They also played in the playoffs. I, I'll I'll say this. You know, there's no there's only a couple of good games this week, but there's no like blowouts, like easy picks for Survivor. There's only one game this week where the spread is more than uh, seven points, which is this game. So all yeah, these games are kind um, of up in the air. You know, there's only a couple. I mean, Jacksonville KC obviously is a great game. And Vikings Eagles, you know, with two teams that are, have been disappointing in September, but in theory is a good game. Other than that, there's not a lot of great games on the schedule. But you know, if I was being a survivor pick, and I'm out of a hundred different survivor pools at this point, yeah. long since out, I think I'd be using the Panthers at home against the Giants. You know, I thought I think I, I, I thought about the Giants in anti. You know, the Panthers are coming off a bye. Uh, you know, if they, it should be an easy win for Carolina, but the Giants went into Houston and won. And so, you know, who the hell knows? They do have two home run hitters. Houston is so. one and three. I don't know. You, you said Houston. Well, like, I, I, I'm still a big Houston fan. You know, I picked them to, to, to beat Indy. Um, or to, to cover. I, don't know. I, I think I actually had Indy winning that game, unfortunately. But um, I mean, I, I picked them to make the Super Bowl, but yeah. I'm off that bandwagon. <laughs> no, I, you know, I still think I, I still think I think they're better than Tennessee, who's three and one, for example. Um, um, you know, although, no, Tennessee did impress are. me a little bit. Tennessee has good defense. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, I just I, I the problem with that Carolina game is is Carolina is not a team that can easily get to, you know, more than the low 20s in points. Yeah. And the Giants, it's not impossible that Saquon breaks a 75-yarder and Odell Beckham breaks a 75-yarder and all of a sudden the Giants have 28 points and they're winning 28-24. So if you're in like a big survivor pool and you have to last the distance, then I think it's a safe week to pick maybe not even Carolina. It might be a safe week to pick the Giants and anti cuz Carolina you might want to save for, you know, I don't know, when Tampa comes to town or something, but 
Yeah, and you're you're one of five people left in an anti-survivor pool. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the nation is rooting against yeah. you. All right, Colts set Patriots. Um, I, obviously, we're picking Patriots to win. I'm also going to pick them to no, cover. No, I think the Colts are going to cover. It's a lot of points. The you know. The Patriots finally getting things right last week, I think, also has a lot to do with the fact that the Dolphins are complete garbage. Although, I, it is kind of funny. So, I needed a quarterback, and so did you in our League of Leagues Fantasy League. And um, I, I, for some reason, Ryan Tannehill had been dropped the week before, even though he's had a good start to the season. So, he was like the top bid in waivers, and you spent like 23 bucks on him. Is that right? Yeah. And I was a little disappointed. And, and, and then the second place was Baker Mayfield. I lost out on him. So, I had to settle for Josh Allen third place. Josh Allen scored one point for me. but uh, <laughs> Baker Mayfield was available? Yeah. Oh, I would have spent like forty oh. on Baker. Well, <laughs> I was gonna say so. I only got one point out of out of uh, Josh Allen, which was not ideal. But you got zero out of Ryan Tannehill. So. I got a I got a nice uh, goose yeah. egg from Ryan. Tannehill. Which is hard. This isn't a, this isn't even a league that's like particularly negative for interceptions. So I don't even know how we manage that. But yeah. All right. Uh, I so I have the Colts covering. But um. All right. Let's get to Sunday. Um. You know the only early game that I think is really interesting. All right. Jacksonville KC is that an early game? Yes. I'm really not missing much. Yeah. I'm not mi- like Fal- no Falcon Steelers is a good game. Well, and Jacksonville KC. No, well, I am. Falcon Steelers I, I is you know those are two teams that each only have one win, and each should have a lot yeah, more. They're desperate, right? Mm-hmm. Atlanta's problem is their defense. Their offense has become good, right? They, they've sort of solved the problems that they had had, uh, you know, having lost their offense coordinator two years ago. Sark has been vastly improved, but their defense is so terrible. I mean, you should not be giving up 37 points at home to the Bengals. Well, they lost two defenders in week one. Yeah, uh, they lost Deion James, sure who's probably their best defensive player. I, to me, I, I'm picking Atlanta to cover. I'm going to pick Pittsburgh to win a very close game at home. But uh, I, I don't know why there's that extra half If point. the Falcons were able to turn it around, Matt Ryan would be a serious MVP. The, the Falcons are a better team than the Steelers, so this line is wrong. It should not be three and a half. It should probably be two and a half. I think this is a really good game because it's in Pittsburgh also. I, th- this might be madness like the Cincy game last week. Yeah, again, I, just, I think the loser of this game is not going to make the playoffs. And these are teams that I both had winning their division. Yeah, but they also the they're also going to like wreck people in November and December. Yeah, well, they they could you know? finish eight and eight, but yeah, they're not. What if Le'Veon comes back to like a team that's out of it? That would be weird. Then the Steelers would be like incentivized to trade him, and and, and like I don't know. Well, the problem he even is said, who's why trading would somebody trade for him? I mean, the market for who's gonna he said why would somebody trade a pick and a player for a guy who's not going to reside with them? Yeah. You know, in, I mean, unless you offer, unless you extend him right when you sign. Yeah, I mean, unless you're an you elite team who, you know, loses their running back, you know, to injury. and. I mean, Philly could make that move. Well, Philly already did it last Philly. year with the Jai. So, yeah, why not double down? Right. Right. I think they're like, how happy can you be with the Jai? Are you, do you know. watch Ballers? You don't watch Ballers. We've discussed this before. I don't. You profess yeah, no, to be I, a fan of the NFL. You profess to be a fan of The Rock, and you don't watch that show. Mm-hmm. So there was this. Yeah, we abs- there's this absurd. Story. They have sort of this mix of real and fake. So like the players, all the players and the coaches in the NFL are real, except for the ones in the show. Obviously, are fictional. Yeah, that sounds. And like and like the Cowboys that. owner is Shooter McGavin. You know the actor Shooter McGavin, that guy. Not Jerry Jones. But but okay. they call him Boss Man. So he's basically playing Jerry Jones. But then like the Rams owner is actually, I mean. They, I mean, they call him the same name, although he obviously looks very different. But uh, but so the weird thing is is like they have um, the Rams just to get, without getting too detailed the show. Like the Rams are like a cent- central team on the show this season because the show's based in LA this year. And this mm-hmm. this big free agent like how do they have the license to use? I don't know. There's use, a superstar free uh, agent Delta running back, and the whole talk is how the Rams should sign him and should spend 15 million on a second running back, even though they have Todd Gurley. And they're like, think of how dynamic it'd be in the backfield. What to spend 30 million dollars on running backs? Like, who are you, Dave Gettleman? It's insane. 
So Todd Gurley exists in this world, but they should they're also supposed to get the like, top running the Le'Veon Le Bell, yeah, free agent, top running back on, on the board. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. It's actually even weirder because the guy, like, he's actually like a slot receiver, but he wants to become a running back because obviously you'd rather be a running back and have a six year career than be a receiver and have a twelve year career. Nothing makes sense on this show. But it, uh, yeah, I'm already yeah. mad. But it's very good. Um all right. I'm picking I am picking the Falcons to win that game, actually. Oh, right. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Again, I think they're the better team. I'm just, I, I, I look. I, I can't believe the Pittsburgh lost to Baltimore. I didn't see any. I didn't see a single play of the game. I have no idea how it happened. But Titans at Bills. Right. Yeah, this game is really boring. I'm picking Buffalo to cover for sure. As I said, I don't believe at all in the Titans. I wish I could pick mm -hmm. the Bills to win, but I, I, I picked them to cover. No, in the Green Bills are gonna have a really hard time moving the ball. The Titans' defense is very good. Yeah, I picked them to cover in Green Bay, and they did not even score a single point. So, and I, and I started Josh Allen in fantasy, so double disappointment. So I'm gonna pick the Bills to win, but uh, to cover, but they have not earned the right to 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 get picked for a win yet. Yeah, I got the Titans. I'm annoyed right, with this Mike Vrabel to... love at the moment. He's not a good coach. I'm sorry. I mean, let's not say he's good or bad at this point. Well, I'm saying he's bad. Let's let's. Give it no, yeah. come on, give it. Some I haven't seen a single play this team's played in the last two weeks. So, yeah, Broncos Jets. So you're going to this game. It's a very bad game. game. The Jets are going to win. They have to win, right? If they don't win this, like it's so the funny. Gonna be, Imagine, just think bad. of how high you were on Rosh Hashanah just two weeks ago or three weeks ago, whatever it was, and, and mm. where you are now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's depressing. Yeah. I mean, Todd Bowles. I've never hated a coach this this much. Like, I had no faith in Rex by the end. Did you see that great stat uh, and about teams guy. that have attempted a field goal on fourth and less than eight? Down yeah. twenty. <laughs> it's uh, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's the Todd Bowles. It's Todd Bowles and Todd Bowles. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, nobody. He they've been much more aggressive this year. That's the amazing. Thing. <laughs> they've gone for it a couple times where it clearly was like the offensive coordinator's yeah. call or something like. I mean, but I thought the I same mean, the thing last year, which is what does he have seen. to lose at this point? He's not going to have his job anyways. But but I guess that wasn't true last year. So maybe coaches don't like getting blown out. They they really hate. Yeah, but newsflash, he was blown out. Yeah, <laughs> but the final score doesn't make it look like it when he, you know, when yeah. when they're arguing after the season, yeah. they go like, "We lost this game by eleven, this game by eight. Meanwhile, um, well, can we talk for a second? We already passed the Colts. The Frank, the I Frank Reich decision that game, to go for it on fourth and four there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, basically, you have an automatic tie, right? If you punt, it's an automatic tie essentially because you're going to pin him inside the twenty. There's mm -hmm. twenty seconds to go. So basically, what you were doing is going for the win over the tie. Jack Doyle's out of the game at that point. T.Y. Hilton's out of the game. So they, they sort of don't have their two biggest weapons offensively for luck to throw to. Mm -hmm. well, what, what was your take on that decision? Um, I think I, I think the numbers back up that you punt. I, I, By the way, obviously, if he succeeds, everybody's more. celebrating him all week. So, But they don't score still. If he succeeds, they're still too far away to score. So I, I don't think the upside was there. That's the problem. If they were a little closer... And a first down means like you're one one short pass away from field goal range. We could talk about it, but they were still, they were just going to tie. They were never going to win that game at that. So point, even probably. if it's a fifty percent likelihood to convert the fourth down, you're still not fifty percent to win the game. You're saying you're not fifty percent to win the game at all. Yeah, because what I mean, what yard line were they on again? Like they they weren't they were not nearly close enough. There wasn't enough time. I like the I like the spirit of the of the idea. I think like I'd be happy to have a coach who's that aggressive. Um, but I think that particular decision was wrong. Yeah, on balance, um, on balance, I'm a Colts uh, fan. Even though my team is one and three, and they're going nowhere, and they're going to lose this week badly. I uh, I like their. I I think you're doing much. I better I think coaches than you've done don't want to like. 
coaches don't really know how to evaluate a tie as far as like in the standings because it just you know there used to be one tie every decade or two at most and i think coaches now have to sort of consider like all right how you know how does the tie work for us and later in the season it'll be more obvious like all right you know it you know going nine six and one we're fine whereas a team in danger of being eight seven and one knows they're not gonna have a chance at the playoffs yeah the the general thought process that leads to making that call i like so if i'm a colts fan i'm pleased with that and again you're not you're not yeah. doing uh, jaguars Jaguars Chiefs is a really good game. Best, best game of the year. The Jaguars. These are the two best teams Jag- in the AFC Jaguars right are now. Excellent. Right. I mean, they're two best teams in the NFL yeah. outside the Rams. They're two and three in my power ranking. It's probably the second and the third best team. Um, I think the Chiefs will come back down to earth. I'm not sure it's going to be this week. The Jaguars are really hard to move the ball against. You don't have a lot of time to throw. Uh, there's no four net. Uh, Yeldon was able to absolutely tear apart the Jets, but I think uh, a team with real linebackers, you won't be able to do that too. Um. Aditi Westbrook looked really good too. Moncrief looked good. All the their the, the receivers all look good last. Well, week. do the Jets don't have you know who's? Co- <laughs> I mean, the Jets have like the most expensive secondary in the league, basically, and they they couldn't. Uh, they they were they were the like one or two secondary in Pro Football Focus after three weeks, and they just tore them apart. But a lot of it was intermediate passes because the Jets don't have any NFL linebackers on their whole roster. Um, I I think the Jaguars are going to be able to win this game. I just don't see if Mahomes can like tear up this defense, then we're really going to have to start building statues, Tim. Yeah, I um, I actually thought the Broncos had a chance to win, and apparently they did. They blew they blew a fourth quarter lead there. I I still think Kansas City's defense is just really bad. So Bortles is the kind of guy who isn't good enough to to play well against a good defense, but maybe he can do something against a bad defense. I, again, mm-hmm. I'm taking Jacksonville to cover because of that extra half point at three and a half. I think it I think it shouldn't be three and a half. But uh, I think I'm going to pick Kansas City to win the game. Now, so Pat Mahomes' dad, Pat Mahomes, was a pretty good Met in uh, in 1990. Yeah, he was on my team for a long time and was very bad. Yeah, and then he had he he finally became good on the Mets. His career stats are atrocious. Anyway, who would be like the most random 90s baseball player to be the 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 eponymous you know name of like their son to have their same name? Uh, and be like an NFL All star. Right, well, I'm going to tell you a story, and I might have to edit this out of the podcast. You'll tell me afterwards. I was recruiting for my law firm in August, and I was at the University okay. of Blank Law School, a very good Ivy League law school. And I'm interviewing this kid, mm-hmm. and he was, uh, you know, I really liked him. We we gave him a callback. We, we brought him back to the firm. But he was... But, uh, you know, what if his son was, uh, you know, the best quarterback in the NFL? Right. Anyway, so you just told a story that you're going to have to take out. <laughs> well, what did I say that's bad? Uh, I just, I mean, I'm speaking personally about uh, a guy that, you know. Yeah, I, I, there's yeah, not no, enough information to, there. I think that's fine. No, because he's he, you have to take it out. I'm telling you for your sake. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I'm going to say Glenn Allen Hill. I feel like if it was like a Glenn Allen Hill Jr., that would be fun. But like, I mean, what if it was? What if we really like cross like non-American players? Like, what if Masato Yoshi had a son and he was like, you know, a great that would be more impressive. Receiver. Yeah, that would be way cooler. Yeah, Masato Yoshi Jr. I would like get his yeah. jersey for sure. Any any member of the '99 or 2000 Mets, I'd be psyched if their if their kid was uh, a star mm-hmm. player. Um. Anyway, Wait, so but are, are you, you know, one of the interesting Jacksonville things about win, ball players? You said Jacksonville could win. Are you picking them? Yeah, I'm picking them okay. to win. I'm picking them yeah. to win. Yes. Yeah, Packers at Lions. Uh, let's do this quickly. Uh, I'm going to say Packers just because you know 
Rodgers' leg is still. All right, so I think we're right. disagreeing on every game so far, every Sunday game so far. Uh, the the Lions are a better team. Like the the Lions are no the, the Lions, Lions are, are an eight and eight team, and the Packers, without a healthy Aaron Rodgers, are about an eight and eight team also. I don't understand why Green Bay's favorite in Detroit. Lines are bad, although I was high in I think you're basing this too much off of what you saw in week one when Stafford threw five interceptions. No, 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 no. Since then, no, they lost I mean, I a very close game on the road in San Francisco, a very close game on the road in Dallas, and they blew up Detroit at home, and they blew up the Patriots at home. Patriots, yeah. 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 So now they're playing the Packers, and um, they're going to win. I, I, I don't see any proof that the Lions are better than the Packers. Uh, Ravens or Browns actually is a good game. Yeah. I, I think any game the Browns play. I'm picking point, the Browns here also. Browns I'm on all these team. home teams. Uh, I'm going to go with the Ravens, actually. I just think the Ravens are going to win that division. Yeah. Well, By the way, I've been wrong on the Ravens what if, just about every What if week? the Browns are competent? If the Browns are competent, is the AFC North potentially the best division? By the way, so I didn't see any of that Oakland Cleveland game, but was yeah. I mean, how did Baker Mayfield play? Because he had well, he had what four turnovers? I think two interceptions, two fumbles, two picks. One wasn't his fault. Okay. Uh, but he, he exactly the same way he looked at the Jets. You know, throwing the ball really hard, flinging the ball. You know. Well, but if you, if you have four turnovers control. in a game, then you're the worst quarterback in the NFL. So the the fumbles are a big problem. Okay. Like Darnold was a monster fumbler in college, has not fumbled yet. Um, but the, the fumbles are a big yeah, problem. The fumbles are also a big problem for my quarterback. Maybe Kirk have Cousins. smaller hands. I'm a little bit worried about that. Yeah, yeah. Listen, Cousins is a fumbler. Yeah. Listen, these guys have small hands. You don't want a small hand. Yeah, especially when your offensive line can't protect it all. So yeah. So should we get to that? Should we get to the Vikings um, Eagles game, the rematch of the NFC Championship game? No, 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 no. Uh, Giants Panthers quickly. Uh, I have the yeah. Panthers yeah. covering. What about you? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, Dolphins Bengals. This game isn't terrible either. Yeah, I, I feel like we'll learn something. The about Dolphins were one of the worst three no. No, the Dolphins are seen. not bad. Yeah, they are. No, they're, they're not. They're fine. I'll tell you why. The Dolphins can do everything a little no. bit. Tannehill. They don't have a single skill a position player who who would make it on like my team. That's crazy. All their guys can absolutely fly. Every guy on their team runs a four three. All right, well, we just uh, lost the keeper, uh, which is probably Clay, for the Clay best. Parker his takes are getting worse and worse. Yet this year, but he's fine. He was about to start defending um, the Dolphins' and, absurdly and, and terrible wide receivers and running backs. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Kenyon Drake is good. <laughs> uh, Kenyon Drake, not a bad team. Frank Gore is forty years old. They don't have any good players, but they have lots of like. Oh, guys you're back. Over. And then they have pass. We rushers. lost your audio for a while. I was making fun of you. They have pass rushers. I'm talking about their offense. They don't have a single offensive skill position player who would who would get on the field for the Vikings. No, that's so insane. Who they Amendola couldn't play. Amendola couldn't play. For Amendola can barely play for the Dolphins. Yeah, uh, Jakeem Grant, who's absolutely like one of the fastest guys in the league, he could play for you guys. <laughs> he he plays on the bench of we haven't mentioned the zero and eight Alex and Akiva team. I we, told you two we, weeks ago you were responsible we were, for this team, so I don't know what the hell's going on with it anymore. We were competitive this week. Uh, we well, just happened to Merida lose. had thirty we had points. Out of the Denver right? defense. And uh, and Mitchell, we went to get up against Mitchell. Well, guess what? We survived the Mark Ingram uh, suspension. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Sur- survived in the sense of. Uh, so we're it's like we're dead last. Dead is anybody else on eight? Bitten. Yeah, us and Emily Easterly. Shout out okay. to Emily, who usually like wins. But she has more points day. than we do. I would bet. Oh, I'm sure we're just in thirty second. Okay, all right. Well, now now we have Mark Ingram back, so we're gonna turn it around, baby. Yeah, and and as usual, our bench would have saved us, but uh, we didn't play Laquan Treadwell. And this is a league where nobody else's bench has any points. I don't know how we've managed to do this. Nobody, our bench is the best in the league. We just our starters are the worst. Not a great situation. Uh, Congrats to us on being zero and eight. All right, uh, let's go to the four o'clock games quickly. Raiders Chargers. The Raider. Listen, you can't really make fun of Gruden that much. They they've played hard. They've been every single game. They're not as bad as we thought they'd yeah, be. Yeah, but they have the worst pass uh, rusher in the gonna... league and the best pass rusher in the league they got rid of right before the season started. So, yes, you can make fun of Gruden. Yeah, all right. The, people have people yeah. have said yeah. that. Uh, well, that's, that's not really an original point. 
Uh, there's going to be way more Raiders fans than Chargers fans at this game in L.A. That's true about every game in L.A. Uh, for yeah. every team. The Vikings-Rams yeah, game the was Raiders, a game for the, the Raiders. The Raiders fans are going to – yeah, the Raiders fans are really going to be there. Actually, what a really crazy scene, and I, I watched the games after they had happened, so I don't know how many people pointed this out, but when the Titans won, when Corey Davis caught the touchdown pass, um, he ran – he jumped into – like went to the stands, and it was just Eagles fans. Yeah. Like, he couldn't fi- find a home Titans fan ideal. to celebrate with. Yeah. Like, the Eagles fans are traveling so well right now, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Wait, did you pick Tennessee or Buffalo? Cardinals? I don't remember who you picked in that game, speaking of Titans. Uh, I, I picked Tennessee, okay. and I'm, yeah. picking, I'm picking the Chargers here. Cardinals-Niners, worst game of the year so far. Uh, I, I pass. I don't even care. Doesn't even care. Uh, I'll, pick, I'll, I'll pick the Niners to win, but the Cardinals to it's, – it's like four points right now. The line moved up, I think, right? So I'm picking the Cardinals. Yeah, this is a very bad game. Uh, you're picking the Cardinals to win. No, Niners to Niners to win. Cardinals to cover. Yeah, no, that's fair. The, the Niners really, I think, you know, first of all, I don't know why the Chargers were favored by ten last week. The Chargers shouldn't be favored by ten against anybody. They showed that against the Bills, right? Like, I, I, and yeah. I, I and that was one of the lines. I was way off in that line when I guessed last week. I guess it'd be six. So I obviously bet on San Francisco to cover. I didn't think it'd be as close as it was. Uh, you know, I don't know if uh, C.J. Beathard is any good or if you have to credit the coach or what's going on there. Um, but, yeah, I think San Francisco will win this game, but I don't know why their favorite four and a half points is too much. And Josh Rosen right, made a nice Eagles... little comeback in the fourth quarter there against Seattle. Yeah, yeah. I hope Rosen's not better than Darnold. Yeah. That would suck. Um, Eagles, Vikings, give me your uh, – so, first of all, not only is it the NFC Championship rematch, but, they're, you know, both quarterbacks, Keenum and, and – um, Nick Foles are gone, yeah. so this is a this is a Wentz Cousins matchup. But other than that, give me a reason why like the Eagles, which manhandled you on every play last year, aren't going to whoop you guys again. Have you watched the Eagles the last four weeks? Yeah, I mean they can play a little defense. They they barely beat the Titans, or they lost the Titans. They barely beat the Colts. They barely beat Atlanta. Mm-hmm. They lost to Tampa. They've been unimpressive all four weeks. I have the Vikings above Philadelphia yeah. in my power rankings right now. My my the issue with the Vikings is. And it is what it was last year, which is the second half of the season, their pass rush completely disappeared. And the same this year. Now, obviously, Everson Griffin going nuts is part of it, but that's not enough of an excuse. They still have Linville Joseph and Anthony Barr and and Donnell and Danelle Hunter and, and, and Harrison Smith and all these guys who are supposed to be able to get to the quarterback. So I don't understand why they're getting no pressure on the quarterback. The only time that they got any pressure on the quarterback was Rodgers, who literally couldn't move. And even there, the only reason they got any sacks is because it was plays where a healthy Rodgers would have, you know, evaded the, uh, evaded the rush and, and probably, you know, thrown the ball down the field. So uh, I'm very concerned about the pass rush. And the offensive line is terrible again. Uh, you know, second week in a row that they basically lost the game because of strip sacks of Cousins. And their running back is averaging like 2.1 yards a carry. So that's also not ideal. So I'm very concerned about both of these things. Yeah. All that being said, um, I'm, right. I'm for I, sure of picking the Vikings to cover. Yet, um, although it, yeah, I'm going to pick the Eagles to win. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Eagles to win, but I just I think it's a, I think it's a I think it's a coin toss game. So I'm I'm taking the points. The All Eagles right. Have, uh, the Eagles Seahawks. have looked really unimpressive, and the Vikings, like you know, the offense the offense looked really really good. Yeah, but Wentz is just back from an ACL. I think they're going to be in form in like two or three weeks. Okay. Well, he's played the last two weeks against Indy and Tennessee, which are not good teams, and he's looked really bad in both. Yeah, but he again, he probably wouldn't be playing. Like, and how do you know, explain normal, the interceptions like, though? He's had an interception each week, right? I don't know. Maybe his ACL caused them. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll pick the Eagles to win. I mean, he I'll might pick. not be 100% until next year. Same with Watson. All right, well. Who's, the, by the way, been pretty good. Remember how week. incensed Shamir was when we wouldn't take the over on 13 and a half? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. I mean, do you think this is not a Super Bowl contender? No, I, I, I get. I, I think that the only teams that have looked really good so far are the Rams and the Chiefs. So everybody's a Super Bowl. Jaguars have looked good. Yeah, but I don't trust Blake Bortles at all. Jaguars they they, had, just, had they just lost at home nine to six to a garbage team. Like they're not a trustworthy team. Yeah. The Saints are yeah. three and one, uh, Rick- but but they easily could be one and three, right? The Eagles are two mm-hmm. and two. The Vikings are one two and one. Like who the Ravens? That's I mean, who, like nobody's good right now. So yeah, everybody's a Super Bowl contender by default. But um, you know, I would really love to see the Vikings get some kind of pass rush. But yeah, anyway, uh, what's the line in the Rams Seahawks game? So I guessed four. I didn't know that Earl Thomas got injured and threw the bird at everybody and all that stuff. It's seven and a half, I think, right now. I mean, you you I saw you use this excuse. Safeties don't move lines. But Seattle, okay, but Seattle is a two-player team. Like, 3-52, to 52, they're one of the worst teams in the league. And they have one of the top two safeties in the league and one of the top five quarterbacks in the league. That's literally all they have. What about Bobby Wagner also? Okay, Bobby fine, 3-53. I think, I, didn't Bill Barnwell actually write during that Seattle-Chicago game, he said, if you took Earl Thomas, Bobby Wagner, and Russell Wilson and the rest of the Bears, would that be the best team in the NFL? <laughs> or something like that, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I think that it does. Safeties shouldn't move lines unless you're Seattle and he's one of your only three like good players on your team. Yeah. Uh, what's the line now, though? It's seven and a half. Seven, you said? Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm definitely picking the That's Rams a ridiculous line for a road line for the, you know. I mean, look, the, the Rams have looked really good. No, but nobody's, yeah. The Vikings went up yeah, and down I, the field on them. Look, come on. Uh, with, with complete ease. Yeah, Seahawks. They don't have any cornerbacks. Seahawks. Seahawks. I'm going to pick Seattle. I'm to having, I have the Seahawks covering plus. Okay, fine. So we agree. All right, the Texas game, Cowboys. This Texans. is the craziest line of the year. I don't. Houston is a zillion times better than the Cowboys. The Cowboys are a bottom five team. No, no, they're not. You haven't seen them play. They've been competent the last couple <laughs> weeks. I did not see them. The this Cowboys past. are. The Cowboys are are the definition of an eight and eight team. No, they're not. They're the definition of a six and ten team. Uh, I have. This is my uh, lock of the week. Uh, put all your money on Houston covering three and a half. I mean, I like Houston. The Houston line is going to have such problems blocking Dallas, though. Um, I'll pick the Texans to win, but I don't know. I, I, if I, the, you know, the spread I'm indifferent on. I guess I'd split it and pick Dallas. Right. But I've, I have the Texans winning. Okay. Monday night game uh, is an okay game, not so exciting. Well, so Washington numbers. is in first place in in their division all alone. They've had two weeks to prepare. I don't know if the if the Andy Reid record before enough. Before and after the bye, washes off on his former quarterback. But New Orleans, yeah. everybody's slurping New Orleans right now because I mean Alex Smith just looks bad now. It, lo- it makes it seem like oh Alex Smith sucked. Like Andy Reid's yeah. a genius <laughs> and he turned Alex yeah. Smith into something decent. Well, so here's the thing: like New Orleans is three and one, but they got killed at Tampa at home, which in hindsight is is inexcusable. Then they they only beat Cleveland because of the kicking woes, so they should have been zero and two. Then they won like an overtime sort of very lucky game in Atlanta, so they could easily be zero and three. And then they beat the Giants, who are another bottom five team. So I, I'm totally unimpressed with the Saints. I think this is a game I want. I want to see something from Washington because Washington also has been like Jekyll and Hyde. You know, they go in Arizona, win, then they lose at home to the Colts, then they then they beat the Packers easily at home. So I don't know what to expect from either one of these teams. I'm going to take the points just because I think it's too much. But uh, New Orleans has to win this game, I assume. And if they do, they're yeah, basically in the driver's points. seat. For, the like, to they're going to get a bye. Who else is going to get a bye in the NFC? I mean, get the Vikings bye. or I'll, Eagles is going to have three Myers losses amazing. after this week. Mm-hmm. They should get a bye. They're incredible. Who the Saints? I mean, like offensively, they they do. So something. you ignored they, everything they, I just said. Got it. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. You ignored them right. losing at home to Tampa and Cleveland. 
Listen, Tampa. Tampa is. Those are two team. more bottom five teams. Exactly. I have twenty teams <laughs> in my bottom five. What? You have twenty teams in the bottom five. Maybe you should watch. How about this week? You watch football and then you okay. let us know next week with the real bottom. That's five. that's a hot take. But I watch the Jets Broncos. You'll see some of the bottom five. Yeah. I, I, I really do think the Broncos. The Vikings Eagles right. game being at four twenty five is is not ideal for me in terms of sort of my my Sunday game planning. By which I mean for my wife. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to listen to that game on the radio yeah. on the radio on the way. Well, home. you're gonna be in the Meadowlands. Right. Why don't you just stop by Englewood? It's on the way. You're gonna you're gonna have Grandpa I mean, I with you, right? Grand, yeah. I don't think Grandpa Howard's gonna want to stop in England yeah. <laughs> to watch the game at Chester's house. Grandpa Howard, not a big thirty-two fans listener. I don't think he knows what this is. Does he know what a podcast um, is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he yeah, does know I what a podcast. Oh, he's like, much more with it than a lot of our friends. Yeah, okay. uh, I did. I I had a a friend banned from the serial tournament, and I ended up mentioning the serial tournament tournament to him, and he was like, "What is this?" And I'm like, "You know, it's for thirty-two fans. We're doing this serial tournament." And he said what all good friends should say. What's to 32 me. fans? He said, what is 32 fans? Yeah. I'm like, all right, so now you're really banned from uh, from the series. Wait, is this, is this, are you talking about Chemi? Yeah, Chemi did not know, uh, Chemi did not know what 32 fans uh, that was. was. Funny. After spoiling the game for yeah. you. You didn't um, know he was the star of the episode last week. Uh, yeah, well, he's not going to listen. I did tell him we talked about him, but he's yeah. not going to listen. We don't want um, him to, so that's good. All right, I will see, I'm going to see you Saturday for the serial tournament. Um... I, now let me ask you a question: mm-hmm. Should the people who come be allowed to vote? Should the I think they should have some. I don't form think we want to be encouraging people to come. That's the problem. <laughs> no, I. But the people who have already told me they're coming can can come. So, like, can can the OVs of the world do they get a vote? We'll have to figure it out. I mean, there's a lot of rounds, so every I don't round think has to have I, a different I, voting system. I think I I think they should. Yeah, I think we have to we have to come up with this uh, like tomorrow. I, I think because I think it'll be boring if they just watch and they have no say. I think they should be allowed to eat, and there's enough food for everybody. I like how you're concerned about being should. boring for them. Again, these are people who are willingly doing this. We're not asking them. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like I think they should. Like maybe we each get like one vote and they get a half, or like the fan vote counts as one. But they have to have some input. I I think. Yeah, I, I, again, it depends. There's a lot of rounds. I think for every round, we have to have a different. Also, kind like, of how, like how much are we weighing dry food? Because I, I've been, I've had a lot of cereal conversations with people the last few days. Like, certain there, let's just say fruity pebbles, right? I love fruity pebbles, but eating fruity pebbles dry is crazy, right? You don't those pebbles don't really Wait, work. We're not, we're not providing milk at this event. I am providing milk. I'm, I'm asking if one of the round, if if one of the components should be how the cereal tastes. Out of Wait, milk. So I wanted to like, tell you my take about berry, berry crunch, and you said I had to save it. But now you're allowed to talk about cereal on this podcast. No, because this is a scoring question. Well, that needs to be decided. Beforehand. No, we'll discuss it Saturday night. All right. All right. Fine. We'll get to all the logistics. I already wrote an intro. It's lit. We're gonna have a good time. Uh, people are very excited about the cereal tournament. My 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 siblings were saying like they mentioned it to some people, and everyone has a take on like what the best cereal is. Like, oh well, if, and and everyone's is like. Like your brother, when he saw this, like people well, are so obviously sure. Rice Krispies. He can't even win. spell Rice Krispies. <laughs> yeah, he can't. He can't spell Rice Krispies. Your brother has like lived outside. I like. I assume he's a smart guy. He's lived outside the United States for like five years, and you would never know he lived in the United States for one day. His everything about him. No offense, Sammy. Everything about him is Israeli. Like he speaks with an Israeli inflection. Uh, like English is his second language at this point. It's pretty wild. <laughs> it might be his fourth. I think it's Hebrew, Chinese, uh, Portuguese. Oh yeah, because he speaks Chinese and Portuguese. also. That's a good point. Yeah. And his wife. Yeah, and and she's probably speaks Spanish. She probably picked it's up Portuguese. Spanish, you like fool. English. 
No, I th- most Brazilians, I think, speak Spanish and Portuguese. Like in school, your foreign language is Spanish. But, if you speak Portuguese. But you, you said Spanish. Like his wife is Br- Brazilian. They speak Portuguese. Whether or not she may or may not I know, know but Spanish. She probably taught him Spanish. But, but, I bet. But she, Sammy, she is not a Spanish speaker. Maybe she also knows Spanish, but you, but you were wrong because you said Spanish. I was just coming up with more languages for Sammy to know better okay. than English. Right. Anyway, Sammy, uh, answer this question for the podcast next week. Does Tete know Spanish? Anyway, um, yeah, I'm excited for the serial tournament. Don't ruin it. Uh, don't come like, uh, you know, be respectful. Uh, Who are you talking you know, to? You have to be... I, Oh, you, you, you know. <laughs> oh, I'm planning. Are you excited to meet my parents? I told you I'm going to be the epic troll on this thing. I'm going to I'm going to be as insulting as I possibly can. Don't be can. a troll. I worked hard on yeah. this. The um, y- you better be excited to meet Rebel Wienerker, mm-hmm. uh, more Melissa. Yeah, they're not booing. They're looing. Uh, they're yeah. Well, my dad's name is Lou Wienerker, so when he was a young teacher, you've told the story. Uh, and Lou Whitaker was playing. They would they would announce him. When Should, he be Hall of Famer, Lou, Lou yeah. Should be Hall of Famer, Lou Whitaker. Lou Whitaker. Should be Hall of Famer, Lou Whitaker. Um, a guy came over to me in synagogue this week and was like, uh, who was the center fielder for the Phillies in 1978? And I love that because I used to get those questions all the time, like pre, because we don't, we don't use phones on the holiday. And it's like, uh, like normally back in the day, I would get calls like, Hey, who was the seventh man for the supersonics two years ago? And I would just know it. And even if I didn't know something like I had all the sports elements and stuff, I could easily look it up pre-internet. Um, but I just had no way of knowing. And the guy was just like kicking himself for like two hours, not being able to come up with it. I'm like, oh, we'll Google it later. But, I think it was uh, Gary Maddox. I think it was, I think it was Gary Maddox. I Googled that. I think that's who he was thinking of. I didn't ask him. Yeah, I think it was because he said he stole a lot of bases. Gary Maddox stole a lot of bases. Um, anyway, uh, did you get a lot of questions like that when you were a kid because you were such a sports nerd? I get them more now, actually. No, did, didn't I tell you yeah. when I went to that, that I went to that conference in in, uh, in Philadelphia? Yeah. Oh yeah, you got a really good question. And right? and these really altacockers came up to me and like I was like answering all their questions. Yeah. They were shocked that anybody anybody knew it, let alone anybody in the age of eighty. So. Yeah. All right. Um, this has been fun. Next week we will know more about the NFL when we speak to you. Uh, and and, we'll and a lot more about cereal. Yeah, we'll know what the best cereal in the world is definitively. All right. Have a good week, everyone. Bye. A ball of that cereal, 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 a ball of that cereal. I'm talking about two percent milk, two percent go with these tricks I'm about to kill. Tricks I'm talking about two percent milk, two percent go with my everyday milk. A ball of that cereal. Don't care what the size it is, wake up every morning, you know what time it is. Don't need me a cup of that foe, just pour me that marshmallow clothes. When it come to the size of the bowl, the bigger the better. <laughs> Growing up, I can only have some in the morning, but now it's whenever. A bowl of that cereal. Boxes of hotness all up in my shopping cart. Five to ten dollars, I'm copping, bro. No other breakfast is topping, yeah. General Mills with that toast crunch. For breakfast and dinner for show lunch. Craving them frosted flakes. Why is that? Because they're great. I don't think you get it. I'm that apple jack flipping fruity pebble pops, getting rice crispy. Only with the sugar dough. Reese's puff, mini wheat monster. Had one bowl and can't stop, bruh. Can't forget them honey nut Cheerios. Need me another bowl of that cereal. Honey, some fruit loop. Honey, some fruit loop. Maybe some lucky charms. Never gonna have too much. Too much. Cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah. I'm talking about two percent milk. Two percent go with them tricks. I'm about to kill. I'm talking about two percent milk. Two percent go with my everyday milk. A ball of that cereal, 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 a ball of that cereal. I'm talking about two percent milk, to go with these tricks, I'm about to kill. I'm talking about two percent milk, to go with my everyday milk. A ball of that cereal. So I got a homegirl I want to introduce to y'all. Straight from the dirty, dirty, dirty south, Slim Sadie.
Yeah, this the remix that Call Me Slim Sadie, you know who it is. Gummy and bowl of that cereal, look at the flick of the wrist. Cocoa Pebbles, Golden Grams, Honey Bunches of Oats. Yeah. Stephen Malcolm is dope, but everyone knowing the best of the flow. A bowl of that cereal. Living original, yeah, they loving the prodigy. Deuces up to all the haters, I bet they still talking my dynasty. Huh, we be the realest, we carry the miracle with us. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.